The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Kennedy recording. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking to Chelsea Martinez. She is she helps small to medium-sized black female business owners and entrepreneurs with her with their email automation. She quadrupled her income from 2020 in the first two quarters of 2021 using only email marketing. She's a ConvertKit, Conver, I can't even say ConvertKit, specialist and expert, and she's the founder of the Black Girl Boss Collective. Today, we're going to be talking about email automation that actually moves people from thinking about buying to actually buying your stuff. Now, right before we get into that, we've put together a list of the top 10 books that we recommend you read to improve your email marketing. They're not all email marketing books. In fact, most of them aren't, but they'll help you to level up in various different skills and areas of your life that will help you and improve the results that you get with email. It's just one of the resources that you'll find when you head over to Email Marketing Heroes dot com forward slash resources lovely so he once nearly passed out just listening to someone else getting a tattoo it's comedy hypnotist robert temple and he upgraded his overpriced electric toothbrush just because he liked the color it's psychological mind reader kennedy So what colour did you go from and to and why? So I went for like a cheap looking blue and white thing. And then I saw in a Black Friday sale, uh, I think it was just last year, that there was this lovely like metallic black shiny Oral B send me another one for free one. Oh, so is it the same toothbrush in a different colour? Yeah. It means I can use the same heads, you see. I mean, same series, not the same head. That would be disgusting. <laughs> what are you going to get there. a tattoo? What? I was thinking, I'd look, I, like, I have the idea for a tattoo and I know what it would be, but I don't know where it would go and I'm a little bit frightened. Uh, well, we can't leave that there. I mean, uh, I mean what's, it gonna, what's the tattoo going to be? <laughs> So obviously two big parts of my life are hypnosis. Hello. And <laughs> <laughs> two big parts of my life, not my anatomy, um, are hypnosis and living in Greece for a long period of time. And so uh, the word hypnosis comes from the Greek word hypnos, who's the Greek god of sleep. So in Greek lettering, which looks stunning, uh, the word hypnos, but I'll probably get it in like white ink or like something that's a little bit different and have it. And I don't know where to put it yet. So. Excellent. I was hoping it wasn't going to be a magic wand or where that was going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, this is the show where we give course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing to be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode every single Email Marketing Wednesday. It's just Wednesday, mate. It's just Wednesday. It's not Email Marketing Wednesday. It's not Kennedy Look at Me Wednesday. It's just Wednesday. All right, this week's episode is sponsored by ResponseSuite.com, which is the survey, quiz, and application form tool that integrates with your email marketing systems to make you more sales. You can take a 14-day trial for just $1 at ResponseSuite.com. Now, Kennedy, our guest Chelsea today, I've written down three potential facts about her. I'm going to read them out to you. You've got to guess which one is true. Chelsea, try and keep a poker face if you can. Give nothing away. Kennedy, close your eyes. Cast your eyes askance. There we go. (laughs) 
That's a good word, isn't it? Askance. Um, it's not used enough, is it? So which of these things is true? Chelsea watches exactly the same three films every single year, every single New Year's Eve. She damaged right. her leg twice within three days of each other. Or she went to bakery classes and ended up teaching the class for a while. Oh, bloody hell, mate. You're getting better at this. You used to be shit at it, but now I can... Oh, does Chelsea look like she might be a cookerer? Could she cook things? Stop um, looking at her face. You're trying oh, to make her laugh okay, to give sorry, it away. Sorry. So the, uh, give me the three. So the first option is... Uh, give, give me them the, again. Watch, watches the same three films in the same order every single New Year's Eve. Damaged her leg twice within three days of each other. Or it's went to bakery one. classes and ended up teaching the class for a while. Bakery classes. Same three films. I think it's the same three films every New Year's Eve or day or whatever you said, I think. I don't know why I think it is. I'm just going to go with it. Chelsea, which one of those three things is true about you? It's actually the second one. I damaged my leg twice within three days. <laughs> that was the one I thought is definitely not. That one's a shit. I've taken out all the clever details that I wouldn't know in order to like dumb the sentence down a bit. Because, like, Chelsea told me which parts of her leg she damaged. Yes. <laughs> like, I was like, I wouldn't know what, what those things what are. Happened? I'm going to take them out. How, how did you even do this? Okay. Here we go. Okay. I, I'll give you the whole story. So, I had just uh, transferred to a new school. This is in high school, uh, 10th grade, actually. Um, I joined the cheer squad, made it by the skit of my teeth. So I had something to prove. So we were going into a cheer camp over the summer. Um, it was a four-day event. Um, and we got there. And on the first day, on the first evening, I was running up the stairs in the bleachers, and I sprained my ankle on the first day of cheer camp, right after making the cheer squad by the skin of my teeth. So the next two days, I learned the routine um, from my chair, like from the chair. I was going to say, you were sitting down, weren't you? I had to be sidelined. I had to be sidelined. So I learned the routine from the bleachers, sitting down. um, And the final day came. It was, you know, a cheer camp-wide competition. All the squads got to compete. And it I had been sitting down for two days, so my ankle was good to go. Um, I learned the routine, got through the first round perfectly. I performed, it was great. Got to the second round, and this is where things get gory. I tore my ACL. Oh! At the end of the second round performance. And the crazy part <sighs> is my feet were flat on the floor, so I'm not sure how it happened. It was a freak accident. So within three days of each other, I sprained my ankle and tore my ACL at cheer camp. And the crazy part about it is no one knew what happened. The the medical people at the cheer camp, they didn't actually know what happened. They thought I may have just strained my knee. But it turned out three months later, after like cheering on this knee for like three or four months, I finally went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, your ACL is torn. I don't know how you've even been walking. For the last three or four months so i've been cheering on a tour acl for four months and then after that i got surgery and it kind of saved me because i made the team but i wasn't a great cheerleader so <laughs> <laughs> after that i kind of hung up my my pom-poms and I, I never cheered again uh rob's gonna hang up his pom-poms sometime aren't you rob? <laughs> yeah let's stick to email marketing <laughs> shall we <laughs> 
Um, so one of the things we were talking about before we started, before we hit record just then, was this idea of what is like you've got a very similar approach to what email automation is to us. And just the way you think about it is just really interesting. So do you want to just share with us how you approach and how you think about what email automation is for us? Email automation is sometimes a daunting idea. People don't know what automation is or how to use it. But for me, it is the key to a seamless client journey. Um, When I am looking to connect with people who I believe would be great fit in my community and I introduce them to my email list, I'm not just trying to send them emails. I'm not just trying to convince them to buy. I'm not just trying to pad my social media platforms with numbers. I'm really trying to form a connection. And the way I do that is through automation. And these automations help to foster that relationship It helps to illuminate not just what my business can do for them, but it helps to illuminate who they are, what they need, uh, how they approach their business, how they approach life, which then in turn helps me to connect with them in a way that's authentic, to produce uh, high quality content that helps them reach their goals and to build a relationship that surpasses a transaction it surpasses um exchanging money for services and goods it helps to really really build that community let people know that they're not alone let people know that they have someone in their corner let people know that they have someone they can turn to when they're not sure what to do especially when it comes to email marketing email marketing is my is my jam so i like to make myself available to my community um, so that they know, hey, Chelsea is down to earth. She's cool. If I have a question, I can always ask. And those automations really help to open that door. Right. And the big thing with, of course, automations is you write them once and you can calculate them to within, inth- within an inch of their lives so you know that you're taking them on a journey. And this is the big difference. I think a lot of people think of email marketing as a thing they do at their subscribers they do to their subscribers and it really makes my toes curl uh, when i hear people going and then we'll put them through this and then we'll do that to them and then oh, these are people these are human beings no i think the difference is we see it as the invert so we we, we we are on the same page with this is it's about what the the subscriber's journey is the subscriber's um path through your email system so they know that you know that they're going to see this, then they're going to experience that, and they're going to be offered that, and then now they're going to understand this, and they're going to get to go on that journey. I think one of the really cool and interesting things about this is the fact that th- there's a difference, right? Everybody is, is we're all subscribed to people, and we're subscribed to people who fall into two different categories. We're subscribed to people who we're subscribed to because they had a cool lead magnet or webinar or shiny thing that we wanted. We opted in for it. Now we're on their list, and we haven't yet bothered to unsubscribe, and every now and then we pay attention to the email. And then there's the other category of people where you're on their list because you want to be on their list. You want to receive their emails about the things they talk about in their voice. And everything that this is about is pushing you into that category of people, the one where, oh, well, I'm on Chelsea's list because I want to be on Chelsea's list, rather than, um, oh, I'm on Chelsea's list because she had a lead magnet. And, you know, I sometimes open I sometimes open her emails and I sometimes mm-hmm. pay attention, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I'm on Chelsea's list and I'm not a black girl boss. 
You know, I don't even, I, I, I don't even, I'm not even in the avatar, but she's just got great emails. She shares really, really, really good stuff. And one of the things I know Chelsea's amazing at is moving people from that moment of understanding. So they're very much, uh, they understand their problem. They understand and they're aware of the product. They've clicked. They've had a little look at the product, you know, your course, your membership, whatever it's going to be. But then there's that bunch of people who've had a little look but they haven't bought yet. And this is like the looked but didn't buy sequence. We call it a tell me more sequence when we teach it. This is a really, there's a lot of value to be found in there, Chelsea, right? Correct. So much value. And I think that it's one of the most underrated uh, automations and sequences for service providers. A lot of people think the automation stops in two ways. Either they... Uh, the subscribers purchase and that's the end of it or they don't purchase and that's the end of it but that's not true if you are running um, uh, automation and your subscribers are going through an automation and you're presenting an offer and you believe in the offer you know that it's going to uh, help solve those problems really help to change your community's life um, lives, then you need to take a moment to re-engage those people, to tell them more, to um, to retarget them. So it's you called it a tell me more sequence, uh, click but didn't buy. I call it a retargeting. Sometimes I call it a click sequence. If you're familiar with e-commerce, sometimes it's called abandoned cart. This is specifically for service providers, course creators, content creators. But this sequence really takes the time to say, are you sure? Like, did you have questions? Um, I saw that you were interested, but you didn't buy. Could you tell me why? Um, and it's valuable, not just for you, but also for them, um, them being the subscriber, the potential client, the potential customer. So the two ways that it's valuable for you, you get feedback almost right away people get a chance to respond to those emails and say, well, I didn't purchase because it, it, didn't, it wasn't in my price range, or I, I didn't purchase because I didn't understand, or I didn't purchase because the link didn't work. Um, so you get feedback right away. For them, the potential client or customer, it gives them a sense of security. It lets them know, okay, this purchase is not all about the money. They actually care about what I think what I'm going through, what is important to me. It also offers an opportunity for them to get their questions answered. So you've sent these emails, you've created a sales page, you've done the social media, you've done all of those things, but that doesn't mean that you have answered all of the questions. And like you said, these, this is about people. This is not just about subscribers or clients or customers. These are people. And everyone is different. Everyone has a different situation. So everyone is gonna have different questions. So this gives, this automation gives your subscribers the opportunity to say, I was very interested in this offer, but I had this question. I also like to offer a quick 15 minute call. Um, and usually I don't offer calls to my audience. So this adds another layer of um, relationship building. They've clicked on my offer. They've read the sales page. They've con they contemplated it, but they just need 
a little bit of extra touch. They need something to let them know that a real person cares about them. They care about their success. And this little 15 minute call gives them a chance to hear my voice, see my face, ask their questions and be reassured about their investment that they're about to make for their business. So good. So good. I mean, I think what, what, what are you, like the elements of one of these, um, one of these retargeting, as you call it, campaigns. So what are the, if we're thinking, okay, now, because the opportunity is huge here. If anyone's not got one of these in place, please, for goodness sake, put one in because it is so powerful. So, okay, we're going to write one of these now, Chelsea. Great. Where do we start? What are some essential elements of one of these campaigns that we definitely need to have in there? Well, the first thing you need to consider is timeliness. You need to consider when you're going to send these emails. I like to give it at least a day. So someone has opened my email, they read my email, they've clicked the link to my offer. I like to give a day of breathing room because they just opened my email. So I like to give a day. So that first email is going at least 24 days 24 days, 24 hours after they've clicked and did not purchase. Um, mm-hmm. So that is the first element. Um, you don't want to do it too soon, but you don't want to do it uh, too far away that they've forgotten about it or that your offer has expired. Um, so 24 hours tends to be a good window of time. But of course, mm-hmm. it depends on, I don't like to, I don't want to say it depends, but of course, 24 hours, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good place to start. Um, but it is going to be dependent on a few things. Like if your sale is ending at midnight tonight, then you'll probably want to put something else in there. That, yeah. Correct. So there are always variables, of course. Correct. So timeliness is the first um, element. The second element is, um, what is pers- personalization um, for the subscriber and for yourself. So you want to make sure that you are using the subscriber's name that's available Um, You want to make sure that you're calling out those specific issues that they um, have expressed or that your offer will be um, uh, solving. Um, And you also want to make sure that you are putting a personal touch in it. Like use your normal language. If you were trying to reassure someone, if you were trying to make someone feel better, what type of language would you use and infuse that into your email? It doesn't have to be robotic. You don't have to overthink it. Um, but it does need to be personable because these people... I love this idea yeah. of reassuring, you know? Uh, it's something I don't know if we do th- enough, honestly. I think it's it's one of those emotions about, okay, they've clicked. They've thought about buying. They haven't. So one of the things they might need is not more information or more or whatever. It might be some assurance. Correct. I like to call it a nudge. Like... I know for me, when I am looking to make an investment in my business, I don't always make the purchase the first time I go to the site. I'll go to the site, think about it a little bit, go back again, ask a friend about it, ask a colleague about it. And maybe after a few days, I'll make that decision. Sometimes I need a little nudge and that's kind of what this automation, this sequence is. It's like a little nudge nine times out of 10, they already know what decision they're going to make. And sometimes they just need a little push, a little bit of reassurance to let them know, yes, this is 
a great investment for you. This is going to solve your problems. This is going to help you change your life. Um, and that's exactly what you should be embodying in these emails. A nudge, reassurance, personality. Let that come through in your email. I always say this to my clients, let your personality fly. And this sequence is no different. Let your personality come through. Um, and that is another way to reassure your subscribers and potential clients. That's cool. Okay. One of the questions I know people are going to have from this is, you know, I've got five different programs that I sell. Do I create one of these for every program? What if somebody ends up clicking to look at more than one thing and can they end up in a bunch of these at the same time? How do you kind of handle that sort of arrangement? I love that question. And it's something that I um, account for when I'm creating these for myself and for my clients. I like to put... Um, filters on my emails and ConvertKit makes it so easy to filter out who should not be getting these emails in multiple places. Um, so I like to use filters. One way that I kind of keep it all together is I only offer really one thing at a time. And that just makes it easy for me to um, ensure that I'm sending the right information to the right people. So that's one way to do it. If you could cut down on the number of offers that you have going at once, that's one surefire way to uh, eliminate this. But if you have multiple things going, at, going on at the same time, which I know a lot of people do, um, it's a great way to make sure that you have those revenue streams coming in, um, then filter them. Filter who should be getting these emails, who should not be getting these emails. Of course, you could create a separate sequence for each uh, offer, but that that can be very, very confusing uh, for yourself. So just try to filter it. Maybe um, just uh, make sure this goes to maybe the most important offer at the time. So if you have one big offer that you know is going to have the most payoff for you, maybe just have it for that one um, offer. Or you could take another route. You could make it more generic, but that's not what we really want to do. So I would say either cut down on the number of offers that you have or just filter it to just the main offer that you have. And that's one way to, those are two ways to really uh, keep everything streamlined for you. I guess, I'm just thinking on the fly, because we only do, we do it with one offer. We only have one of these sequences for our core offer, which is our membership. But if you do have a multitude of things going on, you've got different automations and stuff, you could have something like set up like as a rule, a filter, something like that, before they go into one of these saying, just checking, are they already in one of these click but didn't buy, tell me more kind, kind of sequences? And if they are, don't give them a second one. Just skip it this time because at least you're going to get the effectiveness of the other one and they're not going to compete with each other when it becomes, oh, lucky you, you got four emails from me today. Uh, that's not going to give any clarity and they're all going to be competing messages getting different things, um, and that's going, to be, that's going to be problematic. This is so interesting. I, mean, I want to just round this up by saying, if you've not set up one of these sequences where people click to look at your product and haven't purchased yet, set it up. Have this automation set up 24 hours later. Start just giving them that nudge. Pop the link back up to the top of their inbox and remind them that they were considering it because it is hugely effective. And the proof of it? Amazon do it. If you go and check out a thing, don't don't wait it too long and they will remind you, you looked at this thing that's still in your cart. Absolutely. This is absolutely fascinating. I want to get into this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Chelsea, have you got a subject line that you've sent that has worked really, really well or a favourite subject line that you think, heck, this is a really good one? 
this i think about this often i always think about it when i am writing emails even though it doesn't quite it doesn't always match but i always it's always top of mind because it was just genius it was re your order is processing and mm -hmm. the reason why it was so genius is because i knew i hadn't ordered anything but mm -hmm. that subject line got me to open the email immediately as soon as i saw it, it was the only it was like the only subject line i saw in my inbox even though it you was completely full um and mm -hmm. this email was coming from um a body care business um and mm -hmm. she had a new offer a, a new line um of products and um even though i wasn't in the market for those products it still got me to her website um, and even though I work mostly with service providers, I always think about that subject line because that's the energy that I want to have when I'm creating emails and creating subject lines. I want to make it so that it feels like the only subject line in my subscribers inbox. So that's the energy I always mm. like to have. I love it. This week's subject line of the week, subject line of the week. Chelsea, this has been amazing. For people who want to come and find out about more about you and everything that you're doing, tell us, where do we go? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Black Girl Boss Co. Um, you can also find me on YouTube. I do a weekly show called Let's Do Email Marketing. Um, and you can search Black Girl Boss Collective or Let's Do Email Marketing to find me on YouTube. Um, you can also join my email list, blackgirlboss.co slash email list. Love it. Links to all of that in the show notes, folks, if you want a clicky button to click rather than type. Of course, they're not very difficult words to type. You could type them as well. Anyway, thanks for being on the show, Chelsea. This has been absolutely amazing. Being really good to have you with us. And folks, if you want to come and discuss what you're doing in your click but didn't buy sequence, ask questions how do you apply this to your business or if there's certain things you always do in your click but didn't buy sequence or you've got some ideas about one that maybe you might create one day we'd love to read them so come and join us in our free facebook group just look for the email marketing show community on facebook or open up your favorite browser and put in robandkennedy.group and that will forward you over there as if by actual magic chelsea thanks for being on the show Thank you. I had a great time. This show is awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. The email See you all next week. Make sure you smash the subscribe button. Show.